Welcome to On Leading. I am Shauna Steffen talking with Ruth Ann Weedle of Greensburg, Kansas. Greensburg, Kansas is in the middle of nowhere or everywhere, depending on whom you ask. It's a red town in a red state that became the greenest town in America as a result of rural residents like Ruth Ann Weedle engaging in restorative leadership following a natural disaster. On the evening of May 4, 2007, the town of nearly 1,400 was hit by what was at the time the largest tornado in recorded history. Almost two miles wide, with winds over 200 miles per hour, the EF5 tornado took 12 lives and reduced Greensburg to over 388,000 tons of rubble. The community of Greensburg chose to transform the devastation to opportunity with a vision that turned the town into a model for the nation and the world. Motivated to create a more prosperous future for generations to come, Greensburg rebuilt as a sustainable community from the ground up, literally. The historic transformation was profiled in a series produced by Leonardo DiCaprio for the Planet Green Network. Ruth Ann Weedle, a longtime resident called by some the unofficial mayor of Greensburg, was at ground zero of the town's renewal. Playing a grassroots leadership role with Greensburg Greentown, the not-for-profit founded by Daniel Wallach to help facilitate the rebuilding, Ruth Ann assisted community organizing and developing a chain of eco-homes to demonstrate sustainable designs. Through Greentown, Ruth Ann also hosted visitors from around the world interested in learning from Greensburg's story and touring the innovative LEED Platinum buildings. In this interview, a decade since the disaster, Ruth Ann reflects on the community's sustainability journey of doing the right thing for the future. With grounded insight, humble fortitude, and light-hearted determination, she helps us understand what it takes to engage in restorative leadership to be of highest benefit during the most challenging of times. Ruth Ann Weedle, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today. It was actually 10 years ago tomorrow that you lived through the largest recorded tornado in U.S. history. And uh, it was rated EF5 at 1.7 miles wide, while Greensburg at the time was only a mile and a half wide. With the winds of over 200 miles per hour, it was devastating. Yeah. So I want to be sensitive to that and just open up the conversation with, is there anything you'd like to say or share about that night? You know, when you still, even 10 years later, it's still hard to um, wrap your mind around the reality that it really happened, uh, that you experienced it, that you weren't... Um, just hearing about it and that you really lived through it and i don't know you know why that is so i don't know you know i think our mind um helps us and of course time helps heal and that so mm. anyway um i'm still very proud of, of what we accomplished well then Greensburg as a town became a global model for what is possible following disaster and you mentioned, well, what, what are you proud of Greensburg for? Uh, you can't uh, not think first and foremost of just how we came together, how we 
um, and, and and I don't know that that's a uniqueness. It seems to to me that when uh, disaster uh, it either really really pulls people together or they they become very very splintered uh, in their relationships. And and it and I think Greensburg um, focused on the relationships and and how important um, the relationships and we still had those. We didn't have a town, but we had each other's, you know, those relationships and that. And so um, that became, and I don't know whether that's more of a Midwest um, uh, mentality because just recently there was a huge, huge uh, fire that swept through uh, ranch country mm-hmm. in Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, and Colorado. And it, it destroyed acres and acres of uh, grassland that, that they fed their livestock on. And what they discovered, too, is that uh, as bad as the disaster, the biggest majority of the people were able to say, you know, my hope has been restored in, in humanity, uh, that there is still good, kind people out there because... Uh, instead of the government coming in and helping, it was the people from all over, even outside of the United States, who sent uh, money hmm. and supplies and that type of thing. And um, so you heard those same testimonies that you heard coming out of Greensburg was, you know, thank you, thank you. I can't say thank you enough. So disaster has a positive side to it. And if you look for that positive side, and what we heard in Greensburg over and over again is our cup isn't, it's not half empty, it's half full. And that, and that's, you know, you've got to look at that and, and look for what was good and then build on that. And um, right now, it seems to me that our, our country as a whole is not looking at what we have that's good, it's what everything is bad. And that and there sure enough isn't um, unity so mm-hmm. you know when you think about moving things forward in sustainability and you've first got to to get them to pull together and have a relationship and and want to do the right thing doesn't become uh, about me or about you know each individual person it becomes uh, one unit when you mentioned sustainability, Ruthann, what does sustainability mean to you? Yeah, you know, that's funny because, you know, before the tornadoes, like, that was not a vocabulary word that I would have ever even thought of using in that. Um, it just means to me that we want to do the right thing, uh, protecting our environment, our as we know it for the future and that and so it means you know that um you as as we talked about kind of our part of the country we've kind of practiced a lot of that just because it made sense uh, to take care of our land or it wasn't going to continue to produce for us um you know the farming community and that type of thing so um, yeah, and we didn't want to destroy our land and fill it up with with trash, you know. So it just made sense to 
to recycle. So we had some of those kind of concepts in mind. Uh, we live on a limited income, so you want to be able to to um, save money wherever you can. I mean, I think uh, rule. I was raised anyway that that you try to find other uses for things and and um, you you know try to save turning out the lights. We just you know I mean leaving lights on in, in city buildings and seeing those all on when I would visit the city and, and see those big tall buildings and all the lights were on just always really bothered me because that's just not the way I was raised. That you, you, you tried to save wherever you could in that. And so sustainability means just saving, you know, and taking care of, of what's been given you and making the most of it. Thank you. Many call Greensburg the greenest town in America, as you know, which it wasn't prior to the tornado. Greensburg is now 100% powered by renewable wind energy, was the first town to mandate that city buildings rebuild LEED Platinum by a unanimous council vote, mm -hmm. and is home to the most LEED, LEED meaning leadership in energy and environmental design buildings per capita in the United States, as well as the first city to have all LED streetlights. That's remarkable. Uh -huh. what, what did that take? Well, you had to, you had to have a vision of, of what that was going to look like down the road, you know, how it was... Um, uh, what what were the benefits um, and I think you know there were a lot of um, uh, good well there was a lot of good people who came and, and explained that to us and what that could mean and, and NREL I think um, you know was really a leading force and helping us understand um, if we did this, you know, what it would mean financially. Because we were kind of iffy on what our future looked like. Um, businesses were, you know, dwindling. Uh, you know, our population was dwindling. Um, you know, so we saw it as a drawing card. It hasn't necessarily worked out like what we kind of envisioned. Uh, because, you know, we're still struggling as far as population. Uh, the industry, which we had hoped uh, some type of industry that would provide jobs um, would come, that hasn't happened. But our superintendent, Darren Hedrick, I really appreciate him and his vision and his understanding. And and one time he was he was talking to somebody in an interview and I read it and he said, you know, um, when you think about Greensburg and where we're at, we're, we were a brand new town after the tornado. And if you think about how long it takes a brand new town to establish itself, um, this takes a long time. So. Mm -hmm. You played a key leadership role with the not-for-profit Greentown, helping to facilitate Greensburg's rebuild. And at the same time, you shared with me in our recent exchange 
reminding me that you drive a big motor home, you eat meat, and you voted for Donald Trump. And I so appreciated your saying that too. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> what connection would you hope others would see between your story and them? That we have to find a common ground to work together. That we can't look at what we don't agree at. We need to really, really focus on what we can agree on. So that's the thing that I, I find most disturbing about what's going on today is that um, in our, our political world or whatever, is that uh, the focus isn't on what we can find to agree on. It's, it's more of trying to be right and, and what we don't agree on. Until we, we can start finding some common ground uh, and not be pointing fingers, then uh, the things aren't going to change. Hmm. Not for the better, anyway. It's for insight like that, uh, among many other things in terms of your leadership role in town, that you've been called also the unofficial mayor of Greensburg by some. You have a unique perspective from your leadership engagement. So, Ruthann, I'm wondering, what, from your perspective, would you say are Greensburg's greatest successes, and what has been key to those? I guess, you know, I, I think the school probably, to me, is one of the greatest accomplishments uh, because I think they've continued to stay true to their commitment uh, of sustainability. They continue to uh, influence the, the, the young ones there with, with the teaching uh, of, of our past and, and what the future, you know, holds and the importance of doing the right thing. Uh, and so the, the curriculum there hasn't just been about academics. They've really focused in on building character um, since the tornado uh, and leadership. Uh, developing leadership among the, the, the kids from grade one on up. So, you know, our, our kids, when you, right up till when I quit giving tours, um, people were just always amazed at how well uh, the students were behaving and how, I mean, the building still looks pristine, you know, they, they, they take pride. And because they realize that their building that they go to school is very unique and special. The school's done a really good job of carrying, passing on, is what I'm trying to say, passing on our, our past and building on it for a more positive future. What would you want everyone to learn from Greensburg? What would I want everyone to learn from Greensburg? You've got to work together 
and uh, not be afraid that somebody's going to get credit, you know, for something. Just putting your yourself aside and work together. You can't give up. You can't give up. You just have got to keep. Um, You've got to have a forgiving spirit um, because your feelings are going to get hurt. Uh, you're going to be offended if you're truly, you know, being honest and that and creating an atmosphere where people can, can say, you know, share their, their, their hearts and, and uh, make it where people can be open and, and not that um, all ideas are acceptable you know and uh, that but, but you're also going to have to realize that, that there's going to be times that people are going to hurt your feelings and, and you're going to want to never be a part of that group again because you know they just don't they're just not willing to listen you just got to keep persevering and saying wait you know let's think about again what we're trying to accomplish here and let's look for the big picture and and that the bad thing is that with a disaster you know you know how busy our lives are now there was no disaster and when you've got a disaster you're you know you are just working 24 7 and so there becomes a time where you just really kind of burn yourself out too. So, so you've really got to be put in place some things that can help you persevere through this and, and not get weary and, and give up the fight. I think one of our biggest hurdles that we have as individuals is to always look for blaming somebody else for a problem. Hmm. Our first thing is not to look within. When we're up against a brick wall, maybe we would be able to find, you know, solutions. But we tend to start wanting to blame another person, another thing, situation for the failure. And... Um, you know, that would be my problem with President Trump, you know. Uh, I, I wish that I could snap my finger and change those things about him because I think he's always looking for blame on somebody else. That's the easy way. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give you some magic powers. If you could, okay. <laughs> if you could change one thing in the world with a wave of your magic wand... What would you change and why? You, Ruth Ann, in charge of the world. Uh, yeah, yeah. You get to change any one thing. I would uh, have it where your nose would glow if you were lying. 
if we were more honest and forthright with why we want what we want and we couldn't lie I think that would change a lot of things mm. Where did that come from, Ruthann? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's why I was laughing, but I was thinking, wouldn't that, just imagine people going around and they couldn't get into a room because their nose wouldn't even <laughs> let them in. <laughs> Too long, they couldn't figure out how to get in. So also from that <laughs> biggest, from the big picture, in yeah. in your opinion, what is leadership? Leadership recognizes the community, whether it be a church community, city council, you know, group, whatever, recognizes the strengths and weaknesses and focuses on those strengths in the in the community. What would you say is distinct or unique about the leadership that's needed at this time in our planet's history? I don't know if this answers it, but I, I think we're at a a crossroad or, or at a point where if um, if we don't change you know we talk about sustainability and uh, all these things that that you know that you hear uh, uh, talking points uh, that if we don't do this you know there's not going to be a tomorrow you know type thing but I have to say that I think Right now, our character, uh, and when I say character, I mean um, honesty, um, humility, uh, kindness, those kinds of things. Uh, I think if I, I think that's key, and if we don't get those back to where. Uh, they're key in, in people's lives that where, where that's being taught, where that's being, where that's overall important. Then I don't think we can look to a future. And that's why I go back to when I say I'm most proud of the educational system in Greensburg, because I really believe that they are building and focusing and the academics are coming and there our our kids are good academically but they're really doing a good job of uh, incorporating the two academics and character building thank you this has been a conversation on leading thank you for listening i am shauna stefan talking with ruth ann weedle of greensburg kansas about transforming disaster to visionary progress To learn more about the Greensburg story, read the book Greentown USA 
or go to www.greensburgks.org. And to learn more about the evolutionary practices of restorative leadership, please go to restorativeleadership.org or subscribe to On Leading on iTunes.